This is it, guys. I mean, it's not it. But it is it in the sense of the last day of this intuitive eating journey. 30 days. We are here. Day 30. <sighs> of intuitive eating. <clears throat> this course was created by Megan McElrum with intention inspired. And today's session, today's intention rather, is I am fun. I am fun. So today, let us have fun and learn to be prepared for hunger because it isn't going anywhere. Alrighty, diving right in with our host, Megan, as she shares today's intention and how it applies to our intuitive eating journey. Hello and welcome back to Intuitive Eating Encouraged. Today, our intention is to learn to have fun and be prepared for hunger. And so what does this look like? Well, the dieting world and a diet mentality tells you to meal prep, meal prep, meal prep, right? Be prepared for every meal for the entire week. And it's kind of like that extreme. If you don't do that, then, then you don't do any cooking maybe, right? Like you're eating out all week long. And today we want to talk about that happy middle area where we learn what we need to meal prep based off of your needs individually and you learn to have fun doing it instead of dreading it. And so what does that look like? Well, instead of thinking that you have to meal prep every meal all the time, the best thing you can do is take a few moments and reflect on the struggle areas, right? Do you do well at breakfast, lunch, and dinner and you just struggle in the hours between lunch and dinner where you're tired and you reach for sugary foods as your snack? then that's it. You need to prepare for hunger right there and have a healthier snack. That's it. Do you do really well at lunch and dinner, but at breakfast you're so busy you run out of the house that you're ending up with Starbucks and a croissant? Well, there's nothing wrong with that, but it might be getting in the way of weight loss or causing more sugar cravings. And by having a higher protein, more balanced breakfast, you might feel way better the rest of the day. And so just preparing for breakfast is the key there, right? So you don't have to try to figure out what you'll eat for every meal going forward. We want to instead realize that your body's gonna fluctuate, you're gonna to listen to hunger and fullness, and you're gonna to adapt to the day and just try to be prepared with food, right? If you know you have seven meetings and you need to leave your house and you're gonna be gone for seven hours and you have no idea what you'll eat for lunch and you bring no food with you, you're gonna get hungry. You're probably gonna eat out. It might be fast food, which is nothing wrong with, but it might not be in line with how you wanna be eating right now. It might not make you feel good. It might cause more cravings. It might give you a headache. And so we're looking to have you feel energized by the food you eat, to listen to your hunger and fullness, and to like how you feel when you eat. And by being prepared with food when you leave the house, that can be so helpful. And that doesn't have to be this big meal that you have to cook, right? It can just be a fruit, a banana. It can be a few almonds, like a pack of almonds, right? It can be little things that help you bridge the gap between meals. And it can be sandwiches, don't fear carbs. Sandwiches are great on the go. Anytime I travel, whether I'm going in a long car ride or on a plane, I bring myself a sandwich or two because that way I don't have to stop anywhere and try to find food that's healthy. I just made it at home and brought it with me with nice whole grain bread and veggies and a little bit of mayo and cheese, vegan cheese, and whatever else I want on there, right? So it's really up to you what you wanna be eating and to prepare for that. And then have fun with it, right? So it doesn't have to be this dreaded thing, meal prepping or cooking. Put on music, get the whole family in on it, right? Get your kids in there chopping veggies or washing veggies and helping out, right? And get that music on and dance around your kitchen. Make it fun. Don't make it something you dread because if you dread doing it, you're probably not gonna wanna do it. And if you're somebody who absolutely hates cooking, 
that's all good. You can find so many healthy recipes or quick foods nowadays that you really don't have to cook, right? Like they have like every vegetable you'd want, microwavable bag, boom, done in three minutes. Rotisserie chicken, there's your protein, right? Bags of microwavable rice, there you go. So I'm not saying that you should live by the microwave, right? But if you're so busy that you feel like you don't have time to find or cook healthy food, there are tons of on-the-go options that don't have to be fast food or junk food, right? Hard-boiled eggs, you can either buy them pre-hard-boiled in the store or you can get 12 and hard-boil them in 12 minutes or 17 minutes, I forget how long it takes. It doesn't have to take long, right? And then you have eggs for the whole week that are already cooked. You just peel and you eat and that's it. And so just finding ways to make it fun, like putting on music and getting other people involved in it, and just making it fit your lifestyle. If you're a go, go, go person, having food ready is gonna be helpful. If you are like me and for all of 2020, you've worked from home, I just go to my kitchen and I cook when I'm hungry, you know? And if you're somebody who is lazy, which is okay, and you open that fridge and you're like, I have all this food and I could cook, but I don't wanna. And then you hit up DoorDash, there's nothing wrong with that. But you know, you're wasting money on the food, it might go bad and it just doesn't feel good. So. One of the best things you can do is either buy things that are already pre-cooked, you know, get stuff from the deli section. You know, delis usually have like pre-made salads and all these things. And yeah, it might cost you an extra dollar or two than making it at home, but it saves you the time of making it at home and it makes sure that you're prepared for hunger. So you have so many options there. Um, and then the other thing is just, you know, figuring out what you love to eat. So if you love Mexican, if you love Chinese, if you love uh, Italian food, if you love uh, sushi, then you could eat out and you can find ways to make those meals you love healthier at home. You can look up healthy recipes for that exact recipe. Like let's say you love chicken quesadilla. All you have to do is go into Google and say healthy chicken quesadilla. And it's gonna show you a healthy chicken quesadilla recipe probably. Who cares which one you choose? Choose one of the ones that look good to you, try it, and listen to hunger and fullness. That way you don't overeat it. If a serving size of that quesadilla is three slices of the you know quesadilla triangles or whatever, Try to have three, and if you're still hungry, you could have more, that's an option, and you could add in veggies or something too. So you have lots of options. It doesn't have to all be about either being prepared 100% for hunger all the time or not. We wanna find that happy middle area where you're prepared for hunger when you individually really need to be prepared for hunger, which is different for everybody. All right, that's the end of today's lesson on being prepared for hunger and just really noticing um, your hunger in the moment and and how to have fun with cooking and meal prepping and not to dread it so much Alrighty, I will see you in the next lesson. Have a great day The next lesson Well, there is a next lesson. There is a bonus lesson. So this isn't technically the last day Boo! How fun <laughs> All right, speaking of fun. Thank you, Megan very great input, advice, wisdom into meal prep and just how to approach things a little bit or a lot bit more lightheartedly and to have fun with it. Yes, please. <laughs> All right, let's dive into our healthy habit. <laughs> All right, our healthy habit is to plate crowd. And this um, technique of plate crowding is to help us never feel deprived again. So whether we're eating pizza or lasagna or mac and cheese or a salad, it's like, what else do we have to add a spectrum, a rainbow, a variety 
to our plate so that it's not filled with one thing that might leave us feeling guilty or leave us feeling deprived like we didn't get you know our fix of chocolate <laughs> at least for me <clears throat> so it's a really fun practice that I've been trying to incorporate more and more into, especially because I've just adopted the bowl technique where I just have this big bowl that I eat out of now. Like no matter what I eat, it's in this bowl. And there's always room for adding, just like toss it in a handful of greens or a few, what, my new favorite, like um, quinoa chocolate crisps. Oh, yeah. um, alongside whatever, you know, the main course is. Kind of like kind of like crowd it with some other things that I know my body will love. It's a good habit. So yeah, enjoy that. Today's quote is by Randy Posh, who said, never underestimate the importance of having fun. All right. Moving into today's journal prompt. If you get your journal handy, who whip it on out? Whip it on out. Whip it on out. All right. Today's question is: How do you feel about meal prepping, cooking, and being more prepared with food? How do you feel about it? Go ahead and uh, just get your journal out and just free flow, stream of consciousness, morning style page. Just journal on this for a little bit and see what comes through. Okay, so for me, cook once, eat twice, or five times. <laughs> this has been a recent habit that I've adopted um, since there will always be initial food left over. I'm, I'm forced to tune more into my hunger and fullness scale because it's not just finishing everything that I cooked because I usually cook for two to five servings. <laughs> And so I really do have to tune into like, okay, when is enough? Where's that 80% level? And then also considering, you know, it might take 10, 15 minutes for the food to get down into my stomach. So like, yeah, it's, it, it inspires me to like tune more into that hunger fullness scale. Um, it also allows more opportunity to not eat alone because I'm cooking more than one serving. And I really notice such a... Um, so much more attention and intention goes into how I eat when I'm with other people. It's like just having other people around. There's the extra awareness, the extra accountability that I have in how I want to show up and how I want to relate with my food. Whereas when I'm just alone, I can get lost in my head a lot easier and um, a lot less, um, you know, observation into why I'm doing what I'm doing. It's pretty cool. Um, also having ready to go leftovers helps from habitually and emotionally eating something I might regret. Because if something's not available ready to just grab and eat, that's not, you know, prepared and healthy, then I'll probably reach for those 
chocolate quinoa crisps for sure mm, nice just noticing how preparation really does create spaciousness in many ways to be able to slow down and tune into the body all right diving into today's micro challenge which is to adapt as life happens something to just kind of put in your pocket for you for you to be intentional with throughout your day maybe you have a plan and um when life has other plans how can we merge and be okay if things don't go exactly according to plan how can we attune to and adapt to the moment by moment by moment that's our challenge for the day something to just keep in mind keep in heart keep in soul all right that wraps it up guys that is day 30 of 30 days of intuitive eating wow i feel like a big old healthy seed was planted in me that is about to just keep taking root and blossom into a much healthier relationship with myself as far as self-love because there's a lot of self-shame in my personal experience when i relate to food not always but it's been there and i just feel so much more free ah oh, thank you megan you are amazing thank you for putting all of your time and energy into creating this journey for us to to go through to um, awaken in a lot of ways to ways that um, at least speaking for myself I didn't know that I was asleep and um, shining the light of awareness on food intuitive eating body how I relate to myself how I label myself how other people's opinions might affect you know me um, and just kind of like dissolving a lot of the nonsense that I have adopted that has interfered with just being able to eat in a very healthful way that includes my whole body, my whole system in a way that is healthier and healthier and healthier and does change and adapt. And like, it's like an ongoing dance and it is fun. <laughs> so thank you um, for taking some time out of your day to be a little more intentional with me around our food. If you've been um, with us through this whole journey, I would love to hear your thoughts. There is a link in the description where you can leave us a voicemail. If you have any questions too for me or Megan, you can leave us a voicemail with the link below. Or if you would like to join our community and go on the next intentional journey with us, you should do it. It's gonna be 10 days of resilience. <sighs> we sent out a poll and asked everyone like, what do you wanna focus on next? Um, resilience was a hot topic and so juniper was really inspired based on her current studies in chinese medicine to use the lens of the five elements to create a 10-day journey on resilience that's going to be beautiful that's coming soon so please stay tuned and come and join us it is a blast and um yeah we're a lot of fun. I hope <laughs> I hope you have a lot of fun today. Hold that intention. 
um, as you move through your day and enjoy, enjoy the day. I love you. Peace and uh, fun. <laughs>